Hello and welcome to It's Your Voice. I'm your host, Anita DeFrancesco, and this is episode 15. The topic is letting go of victimization. And this is a chapter, chapter three, in my Live Free book that can be found on Amazon. Uh, It talks about, in that chapter, how I let go of victimization, how I transformed and went into my higher power, lifted myself from beneath and rose above. Victimization is something that we'll all suffer from. We are all victims at one time or another. That being said, uh, we're going to move into what it is and how we become a victim. How do we get to be a victim? My statement for this week, uh, which uh, I put up these little blocks once a week uh, on on my Facebook page, uh, people suffer because they are waiting for others to deliver them. And that is something that what happens is we become conditioned and programmed to believe we're a victim, but we also sometimes acquiesce to that and we become, we play it. Some people play being a victim. This show, uh, this program, the title, It's Your Voice, has dedicated to the DonnaGentileStory.com, a true crime book I wrote on a woman who was silenced but had her voice, or at least wanted her voice. So this show is dedicated to Donna Gentile Story, TheDonnaGentileStory.com, and all the voiceless women of the world. May your voice be heard. This is a compilation of topics between... uh, under the uh, subjects of mindfulness, sexuality, and relationships. So let's talk about what it is to be a victim and how we become trapped as a victim. It's, It's a real conundrum because victimization keeps you down because of the unresolved trauma that's living in your body. We are trapped and it actually controls you. So it's a form of mental programming, conditioning. Um, how do we get there? Perpetrators, abusers, bystanders, not because we want to be a victim, but because we are using it as a survivor tool and we are uh, overdeveloping the ego so that we can have a way of survival. And there's only so much of this that you can do because when your ego is overdeveloped, and you continually live in survivor mode, you develop what we call narcissistic personality traits, psychopathic traits, denial, character. Uh, a myriad of things can happen to your, 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 your authentic human being that was once innocence. And it still can be, and you can get back there. So it's about letting go of all the negative stuff that binds you. And really, victimization is a fight against what you were given and what you have, what cards you have were dealt for you, uh, what foundation you come from in growing up. What, what, you know, were you a child that came from a divorced family, didn't get enough attention, didn't get enough love? Or were you someone that was bullied in school? Or, or what, whatever the case was, it, it, uh, it certainly left you in a pattern form of thinking and shapes, you know, things that happen to us, our experiences, we become frozen, we become armored, we become shut down. 
And this is how you feel that no one likes you and you're a victim. So again, as I said in the beginning, people suffer because they're waiting for others to deliver them. And I know we all need support and help. So the, the support and help is out there. You just have to seek it. You need to go to therapy. We don't expect you to do it alone. So you want to pull yourself out of the fire and recreate yourself. And my book, Live Free, it's Recreate and Liberate Your Life is the subtitle. So getting back to <clears throat> how this programming forms, you know, um, when you're, um, when you're, um, some of the uh, things that come from being a victim, some of it stems from trauma, betrayal, codependency, manipulation, physical or psychological, um, it's a physical or psychological event that may take place in your life that would trigger you and open up that can of worms or trigger your emotions to become hardened or depleted or inhibited and you become suppressed. So what happens over time when we're suppressed, we don't express our emotions, we don't cry. And these are the things that you need to do to help yourself or at least to keep the emotions fresh and moving. Now, there's a lot of stuff about self-blame and transference and the lessons are learned. And we learn from our parents who we should trust, who we shouldn't trust. These are learned behaviors. And one of the things about self-blame that I wanted to talk to you about, since we're on um, the subject of victimization, you know, you have Gabby Petito, the uh, murder victim case out there, and Brian Laundrie. They are victims right now. They are two victims. So speaking about self-blame, she was a woman. They were stopped by the police. Someone called the 911, noticed them fighting in the car. And out of fear, she didn't tell the police that he was abusing her. She didn't say anything. She probably was in so much fear for the retaliation that he would you know, bring on her after the police left, which as you see, allegedly he could be her murderer as, as it looks that way. But keeping in mind, she had so much fear and she was, didn't have much resilience left. She had a little bit of resilience left because like I said, sometimes it's hard to bounce back from your resilience. What I'm saying right now, if you have a lot of head chatter over, over the years, as time goes on, between her fear and being in love with him and acquiescence to the acquiescence to the situation that she was in, uh, the police didn't take it serious. They didn't take it serious. They're not trained therapists or coaches to see how a woman is in denial, uh, how a victim is in denial and how she was trying to protect him rather than herself. That's one red flag. The second red flag, to leave them in a desolate area as the Mojave Desert, where the Mojave Desert is, a, is an area that's desolate. There aren't any stores or buildings or anything like that. If this were an inner city somewhere, I would have said, okay. But the fact that so many murders happen in deserts and forests and desolate areas, the fact that she, she was, you know, someone had called the 911 because they noticed the car swerving and the fighting going on, this should have alarmed the police to 
actually have her call her parents to pick her up. But again, they didn't see the psychological part of the victimization that she was in fear. She presented herself as a, like, I'm okay, I'm a hero, I'm resilient. But your resiliency is something that goes, it's the ego, it's controlling the part of you, the fear, the sadness, the anger. And the fear, sadness, and the anger is where your victimization is. It's you're angry, but it's hidden. Once you get to the anger, the fear lifts, and then the sadness opens up. And then the third part of this with Gabby Petito and, La and uh, Brian Laundry is that, um, you know, making an imprint to teach your boys not to, from a very young age, not to, not to physicalize a woman in any way. And, you know, it's not only the mother that has to teach the boy this, but the father as well. So the mother and the father need to teach the boy. I mean, the girls are taught to, you know, not to go with strange men or, and they're, they're vulnerable, but they're also taught to be nurturers to men, nurturers to the boy or the man. And so this is something that um, get, can get them into a victimization pattern because they're not looking out for themselves. So just wanted to touch base on that because we're talking about self-blame and transference. And um, sometimes as a victim, people may treat you differently. And if they do treat you differently, that might give you an opportunity to loosen up the victim style that you're living. Because victimization is a style, it's a character. And what I'm going to suggest is this relationship to your own feelings, building a relationship to your inner child. Now I do inner child work. So this, 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 uh, becoming connected and bonded with your inner child and together you work to bring the split together. And once that split solidifies, you are then back on track as a whole human being. And, but you need the help. And sometimes to seek the help from your best friends, that could be uh, fixating on you or codependent on you or a vampire toward you, stealing your power or taking advantage of your weakness. You know, so we have to really have the presence awareness, which sometimes if you're living in the victimization headset, you may not have the presence and awareness. <clears throat> and these are, uh, these are the things that you need to save yourself. And um, because you're, you're, you're in denial at times. So having this relationship, building a, re a relationship to your inner child is going to be the first step out. And once you have this attachment to your inner child, it's, it's a savior for you. It's where you go to help yourself. Now we decide consciously or subconsciously what kind of world we, we live in, not the kind of world we want to live in, the world we live in so that you yourself live in. We then analyze this relate our relationship to the constructed world. So you choose, you look at the kind of world you're living in and what is that world? And then comparing it and the relationship to the constructed world, does it meet your expectations or, 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 or surprises? So if it doesn't meet your expectations, you may be living in a headset, something similar to the world is against me. Everyone hates me. I'm not good enough. 
And so these kinds of uh, sayings are the com most commonest statements that a, a person that doesn't have confidence or self-esteem that classifies themselves as a victim would be reciting all day in their head. It's chatter. So the healthier you become, this shift will happen and, and then you will feel as though you're blending with the world. We're never really blending with the world, but you will feel that you are. And you can reinforce this belief that people in the world, people and the world suck, right? You can reinforce that belief and you can become more positive, more courageous, more renewed. This brings us to letting go, breaking out of the strong triangle of victimization, the abuser, uh, abuser tri uh, and victimization triangle. So again, like I said, it all requires a shift. And if the shift, the shift happens, but you have to understand that you must do the work. Okay. The work is you have to apply yourself with being a victim comes shame and hiding, losing the voice, suppressing, letting. So what, what our goal is, is to align your feelings, your emotions, and your thought. So you have feelings, you have the thought and you have action. So feelings, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? Are your thoughts aligning up with your feelings? are your thoughts and feelings aligning up with your actions and that is the second step to applying yourself the process of being victimized like i said is physical or psychological and there are many triggers that can happen so if you have say a car accident well you haven't had any emotional issues in your life all of a sudden you may be triggered with some old emotional patterns that may arise that may emerge and if so, or new things can develop as a result of that, it's out of our control sometimes. Assaults, accidents, things of that nature. So part of being a victim and part of like, say, example, um, you get in a car accident or you're the type that falls and fractures your ankle here and there. You're the type that gets in like stupid little accidents, little trivial accidents for no reason, bumping your head or falling down or getting hurt at the gym, it's because you're off center. You know, there's your, 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 um, your, your body is, is, is reinforced with like stress, shock, numbness, helplessness, vulnerability, anger, fear, and confusion. All of that, that is sucked into the body. It's suppressed. So once you start to lift this and do the work, then what happens is, is that you're able to become more connected to your higher power and your feelings and where you where how how to connect and bring that split together it takes a lot of work to do this but the more accidents that we have they're 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 accidents they are wake-up calls to tell you that you need to pay attention it's called attention intention paying attention to the voice inside, paying attention to yourself, paying attention to your needs, loving yourself. How about that one? So again, shame is there, self-blame, self-shaming. It's often seen self-shaming in substance abuse users, addiction, 
But this whole thing with victimization and abuse is also an addiction to the um, cellular nervous system. So this addiction becomes a pattern and it repeats and repeats. So the reason we have to undo the layers and start with the body, the somatic body is so that we can, because in the body is the brain body, the pain body, the brain body, the pain body. And like I said, you have anger, you have fear and you have sadness and around the anger, the fear and the sadness are spiraling. So once you lift that anger, the fear starts to fly and then you become the dance of life. The things that affect victims more so they may trigger is anxiety and fear. Because again, a lot of them feel isolated. They don't trust people. But then remember, we're all victims, but there are different degrees of being a victim. Or if you believe you're a victim, people are victims because they, they are in survivor mode most of the time. So we have to address many factors. We have to go way back. You need to make a list. Three factors of a victim mentality. Bad things will always happen to me. No one likes me. No one loves me. I'm not attractive enough or... Other people are the blame. And the biggest thing for a uh, victim mentality is change is a fail. So they, they, uh, they fear making change because it's coming out of the comfort zone. It's coming out of that survivor mode. So they need help. And too much negative self-talk from the self and from others, especially from the self, damages the resilience, the, the resilience that we have. The resilience is about, you know, bouncing back. So if you don't have enough resilience, it will be harder to bounce back. So we need that resilience. It's, it's a, it's a reservoir. It's, it's a savior. It's, it's, it's the inspiration of your emotions, having resilience and, uh, people that are victims, they, they generally lack power. they are more followers than leaders. They have a negative head chatter and self-sabotage and no one cares about me. Self-inflicting actions. The biggest thing is no one cares about me. There's a lot of emotions that are, are dormant that need to come up. Once you lift them, you will feel much more enlightened, empowered, and able to take the next step in your life. And I can help you do that. A few other things. Victimization comes from, again, trauma, betrayal, codependency, manipulation. Now, there could be people in your life that are fixated on you psychosexually, psychosocially. Uh, they're just fixated on you. They have a hold on you and they're, they're, uh, they're perpetrators. They come in and, and suck you, you know, they see the weakness in you and because your boundaries are, you're, you're an open door, you're an open page for someone that they can come in and have a control on you and play you like a chessboard. And so you have to be very careful because the victim is very vulnerable. And you, um, you can be manipulated and people and you or someone else, both of you can have the victim mentality and codepend on each other. So it's really important to emancipate and, and rise above and stay connected to the higher power. I know the higher power sounds like it's something might be out of your reach, but it's there. The higher power just comes when you start to do the work because the victimization is an emotional way down on the physical and spiritual body. It's a stigma. 
it's a stigma around around the victim it's in the way the people blame the way the people label you so one thing that your friends can do is to encourage you your friends can be there to validate you so if someone i need you to if your friends are putting you down or condescending you or labeling you as a victim express yourself assert yourself come out and tell them to give you validation and support that you don't appreciate being labeled that way because that will keep you you will sink further down it's a, it's a subordinate way of keeping you passive so what what thing is you want to um confront them in in the way with a voice that you're learning how to have your voice and on that note we are going to finish up here um this is it's your voice it's a podcast i'm your host anita de francesco episode 15 letting go victimization tantrawisdom.com the donna gentile story.com these are my uh my websites, The Donna Gentile Story, is a book that can be found on Amazon. My other book is Live Free, which can be found on Amazon as well. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome to It's Your Voice. I'm your host, Anita DeFrancesco, and this is episode 15. The topic is letting go of victimization. And this is a chapter, chapter three, in my Live Free book that can be found on Amazon. Uh, it talks about, in that chapter, how I let go of victimization, how I transformed and went into my higher power, lifted myself from beneath and rose above. Victimization is something that we'll all suffer from. We are all victims at one time or another. <clears throat> that being said, uh, we're going to move into what it is and how we become a victim. How do we get to be a victim? My statement for this week, uh, which uh, I put up these little blocks once a week uh, on, uh, on my Facebook page, uh, people suffer because they are waiting for others to deliver them. And that is something that what happens is we become conditioned, programmed to believe we're a victim, <clears throat> but we also sometimes acquiesce to that and we become, we play it. Some people play it being a victim. This show, uh, this program, the title, It's Your Voice, is dedicated to the DonnaGentileStory.com, a true crime book I wrote on a woman who was silenced but had her voice or at least wanted her voice. So this show is dedicated to Donna Gentile's story, thedonnagentilestory.com, and all the voiceless women of the world. May your voice be heard. This is a compilation of topics between, uh, under the uh, subjects of mindfulness, sexuality, and relationships. So let's talk about <clears throat> what it is to be a victim and how we become trapped as a victim. It's a real conundrum because victimization keeps you down because of the unresolved trauma that's living in your body. We are trapped and it actually controls you. So it's a form of mental programming, conditioning, um, 
How do we get there? Perpetrators, abusers, bystanders, not because we want to be a victim, but because we are using it as a survivor tool and we are uh, overdeveloping the ego so that we can have a way of survival. And there's only so much of this that you can do because when your ego is overdeveloped and you continually live in survivor mode, you develop what we call narcissistic personality traits, psychopathic traits, denial, character, uh, a myriad of things can happen to your, 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 your authentic human being that was once innocence and it still can be, and you can get back there. So it's about letting go of all the negative stuff that binds you. And really victimization is a fight against what you were given and what you have, what cards you have were dealt for you, uh, what foundation you come from in growing up, what, what, you know, were you a child that came from a divorced family, didn't get enough attention, didn't get enough love, or were you someone that was bullied in school or, or what, whatever the case was, it, it, uh, it certainly, left you in a pattern form of thinking and shapes, you know, things that happen to us, our experiences, we become frozen, we become armored, we become shut down. And this is how you feel that no one likes you and you're a victim. So again, as I said in the beginning, people suffer because they're waiting for others to deliver them. And I know we all need support and help. So the support and help is out there. You just have to seek it need to go to therapy. We don't expect you to do it alone. So you want to pull yourself out of the fire and recreate yourself. And my book, Live Free, it's Recreate and Liberate Your Life is the subtitle. So getting back to how this programming forms, you know, um, when you're, um, when you're, uh, some of the uh, things that come from being a victim, some of it stems from trauma, betrayal, codependency, manipulation, physical or psychological. Um, it's a physical or psychological event that may take place in your life that would trigger you and open up that can of worms or trigger your emotions to become hardened or depleted or inhibited and you become suppressed. So what happens over time when we're suppressed, we don't express our emotions, we don't cry. And these are the things that you need to do to help yourself, or at least to keep the emotions fresh and moving. Now, there's a lot of stuff about self-blame and transference, and the lessons are learned. And we learn from our parents who we should trust, who we shouldn't trust. These are learned behaviors. and. One of the things about self-blame that I wanted to talk to you about, since we're on uh, the subject of victimization, you know, you have Gabby Petito, the uh, murder victim case out there, and Brian Laundrie, they are victims right now. They are two victims. So speaking about self-blame, she was a woman. They were stopped by the police. Someone called the 911, noticed them fighting in the car. And out of fear, she didn't tell the police that he was abusing her. She didn't say anything. She probably was in so much fear for the retaliation that he would, you know, bring on her 
after the police left, which as you see, allegedly he could be her murderer as, as it looks that way. But keeping in mind, she had so much fear and she was didn't have much resilience left. She had a little bit of resilience left because like I said, sometimes it's hard to bounce back from your resilience. What I'm saying right now, if you have a lot of head chatter over, over the years as time goes on, between her fear and being in love with him and acquiescence to the acquiescence to the situation that she was in, uh, the police didn't take it serious. They didn't take it serious. They're not trained therapists or coaches to see how a woman is in denial, uh, how a victim is in denial and how she was trying to protect him rather than herself. That's one red flag. The second red flag, to leave them in a desolate area as the Mojave Desert, where the Mojave Desert is, a, is an area that's desolate. There aren't any stores or buildings or anything like that. If this were an inner city somewhere, I would have said, okay. But the fact that so many murders happen in deserts and forests and desolate areas, the fact that she, she was, you know, someone had called the 911 because they noticed the car swerving and the fighting going on, this should have alarmed the police to actually have her call her parents to pick her up. But again, they didn't see the psychological part of the victimization that she was in fear. She presented herself as a, like, I'm okay, I'm a hero, I'm resilient. But your resiliency is something that goes, it's the ego. It's controlling the part of you, the fear, the sadness, the anger. The fear, sadness, and the anger is where your victimization is. It's you're angry, but it's hidden. Once you get to the anger, the fear lifts, and then the sadness opens up. And then the third part of this with Gabby Petito and, La and uh, Brian Laundry is that, um, you know, making an imprint to teach your boys not to, from a very young age, not to, not to physicalize a woman in any way. And, you know, it's not only the mother that has to teach the boy this, but the father as well. So the mother and the father need to teach the boy. I mean, the girls are taught to, you know, not to go with strange men or, and they're, they're vulnerable, but they're also taught to be nurturers to men, nurturers to the boy or the man. And so this is something that um, get, can get them into a victimization pattern because they're not looking out for themselves. So just wanted to touch base on that because we're talking about self-blame and transference. And um, sometimes as a victim, people may treat you differently. And if they do treat you differently, that might give you an opportunity to loosen up the victim style that you're living. Because victimization is a style, it's a character. And what I'm going to suggest is this relationship to your own feelings, building a relationship to your inner child. Now I do inner child work. So this, 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 uh, becoming connected and bonded with your inner child and together you work to bring the split together. And once that split solidifies, you are then back on track as a whole human being. And, but you need the help and sometimes to seek the help from your best friends, that could be uh, fixating on you or codependent on you or a vampire toward you, stealing your power or taking advantage of your weakness. 
you know, so we have to really have the presence awareness, which sometimes if you're living in the victimization headset, you may not have the presence and awareness. <clears throat> and these are, uh, these are the things that you need to save yourself. And um, because you're, you're, you're in denial at times. So having this relationship, building a relationship to your inner child is going to be the first step out. And once you have this attachment to your inner child, it's, it's a savior for you. It's where you go to help yourself. Now, we decide consciously or subconsciously what kind of world we, we live in. Not the kind of world we want to live in, the world we live in so that you yourself live in. We then analyze this rela our relationship to the constructed world. So you choose, you look at the kind of world you're living in. And what is that world? And then comparing it and the relationship to the constructed world doesn't meet your expectations or, 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 or surprises. So if it doesn't meet your expectations, you may be living in a headset, something similar to the world is against me. Everyone hates me. I'm not good enough. And so these kinds of uh, sayings are the com most commonest statements that a, a person that doesn't have confidence or self-esteem that classifies themselves as a victim would be reciting all day in their head. It's chatter. So the healthier you become, this shift will happen and, and then you will feel as though you're blending with the world. We're never really blending with the world, but you will feel that you are. And you can reinforce this belief that people in the world, people and the world suck, right? You can reinforce that belief and you can become more positive, more courageous, more renewed. This brings us to letting go, breaking out of the strong triangle of victimization, the abuser, uh, the abuser tri uh, and victimization triangle. So again, like I said, it all requires a shift. And if the shift, the shift happens, but you have to understand that you must do the work. Okay. The work is you have to apply yourself with vic being a victim comes shame and hiding, losing the voice suppressing letting so what what our goal is is to align your feelings your emotions and your thought so you have feelings you have a thought and you have action so feelings what are you feeling what are you thinking are your thoughts aligning up with your feelings are your thoughts and feelings aligning up with your actions and that is the second step to applying yourself. The process of being victimized, like I said, is physical or psychological. And there are many triggers that can happen. So if you have, say, a car accident, well, you haven't had any emotional issues in your life, well, all of a sudden you may be triggered with some old emotional patterns that may arise, that may emerge. And if so, or new things can develop as a result of that. It's out of our control sometimes. Assaults, accidents, things of that nature. So part of being a victim and part of like say example um you get in a car accident or you're the type that falls and fractures your ankle here and there you're the type that 
gets in like stupid little accidents, little trivial accidents for no reason, bumping your head or falling down or getting hurt at the gym. It's because you're off center. You know, there's your, 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 um, your, your body is, is, is reinforced with like stress, shock, numbness, helplessness, vulnerability, anger, fear, and confusion. All of that, that is sucked into the body. It's suppressed. So once you start to lift this and do the work, then what happens is, is that you're able to become more connected to your higher power and your feelings and where you, where, how, how to connect and bring that split together. It takes a lot of work to do this, but the more accidents that we have, they're, they're, they're accidents. They are wake up calls to tell you that you need to pay attention. It's called attention, intention, paying attention to the voice inside, paying attention to yourself, paying attention to your needs, loving yourself. How about that one? So again, shame is there, self-blame, self-shaming. It's often seen self-shaming in substance abuse users, addiction. But this whole thing with victimization and abuse is also an addiction to the um, cellular nervous system. So this addiction becomes a pattern and it repeats and repeats. So the reason we have to undo the layers and start with the body, the somatic body is so that we can, because in the body is the brain body, the pain body, the brain body, the pain body. And like I said, you have anger, you have fear and you have sadness and around the anger, the fear and the sadness are spiraling. So once you lift that anger, the fear starts to fly and then you become the dance of life. The things that affect victims more so they may trigger is anxiety and fear. Because again, a lot of them feel isolated. They don't trust people. Then remember, we're all victims, but there are different degrees of being a victim. Or if you believe you're a victim, people are victims because they, they are in survivor mode most of the time. So we have to address many factors. We have to go way back. You need to make a list. Three factors of a victim mentality. Bad things will always happen to me. No one likes me. No one loves me. I'm not attractive enough. Other people are the blame. And the biggest thing for a uh, victim mentality is change is a fail. So they, they, uh, they fear making change because it's coming out of the comfort zone. It's coming out of that survivor mode. So they need help and too much negative self-talk from the self and from others, especially from the self damages the resilience. The, the resilience that we have, the resilience is about, you know, bouncing back. So if you don't have enough resilience, it will be harder to bounce back. So we need that resilience. It's, it's a, it's a reservoir. It's, it's a savior. It's, it's, it's the inspiration of your emotions, having resilience and, uh, people that are victims, they, they generally lack power. They're more followers than leaders. They have a negative head chatter and self-sabotage and no one cares about me. Self-inflicting actions. The biggest thing is no one cares about me. 
there's a lot of emotions that are are dormant that need to come up. Once you lift them, you will feel much more enlightened, empowered, and able to take the next step in your life. And I can help you do that. A few other things. Victimization comes from again trauma, betrayal, codependency, manipulation. Now, there could be people in your life that are fixated on you psychosexually, psychosocially. Uh, they're just fixated on you. They have a hold on you, and they're they're uh, they're perpetrators. They come in and and suck you. You know, they see the weakness in you, and because your boundaries are you're an open door, you're an open page for someone that they can come in and have a control on you and play you like a chessboard. And so you have to be very careful because the victim is very vulnerable and you um you can be manipulated people and you or someone else both of you can have the victim mentality and codepend on each other so it's really important to emancipate and rise above and stay connected to the higher power i know the higher power sounds like it's something that might be out of your reach but it's there the higher power just comes when you start to do the work because the victimization is an emotional way down on the physical and spiritual body it's a stigma it's a stigma around around the victim it's in the way the people blame the way the people label you so one thing that your friends can do is to encourage you. Your friends can be there to validate you. So if someone, I need you to if your friends are putting you down or condescending you or labeling you as a victim, express yourself, assert yourself. Come out and tell them to give you validation and support that you don't appreciate being labeled that way because that will keep you you will sink further down. It's a, it's a subordinate way of keeping you passive. So what what thing is you want to um confront them in in the way with the voice that you're learning how to have your voice. And on that note, we are going to finish up here. Um this is It's Your Voice podcast. I'm your host Anita De Francesco. Episode 15, Letting Go of Victimization. tantrawisdom.com, the donna gentile story.com. These are my uh my websites the donna gentile story is a book you can be found on amazon my other book is live free which can be found on amazon as well thank you for tuning in